Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of r slash Entitled Parents contains possibly the two worst entitled mothers I've ever come across. The first is neglectful and downright horrible, but the second, well, she just does crack in her basement. Here we go. My birth giver. I want to start this by saying I'm not 100% sure if she could be considered an entitled parent by normal standards. But now that I'm older, I'm realizing almost everything she did when I was in her care was beyond not okay. And that she definitely felt entitled to treating me and my brother however she pleased. Quick warning for people sensitive to these topics and any YouTubers like myself who might find my post and cover it, there are mentions of severe neglects and different types of abuse and manipulation. Some things also might not make total sense, as this is all either things I remember from when I was three to six years old and things I've been told by my good family members. Also, some things might be a bit TMI, but it's to emphasize how bad the abuse actually was for it to affect me so severely at such a young age as well as now. For starters, Rob, my older brother, and I were taken out of our birth giver's custody when I was two and he was about nine because I was found wandering the streets completely naked and alone by the police. I've heard from mum and grandma that when the police took me back to the house, my birth giver, her husband, and Rob were all asleep. The fact that doors and my playpen had been unlocked and I was able to get out, combined with the mess of laundry and dirty dishes and lack of proper food anywhere, was enough for the police to decide that the house wasn't a safe environment. I'm certain other things went into this decision, but I'll get to that in a minute. Anyways, combined with what was mentioned above and the fact my birth giver didn't even show up to court to try and win custody over us, gifted Rob and I, our great grandma and her daughter, our great aunt, as legal guardians with 24 to 48 hour in-person visits with our birth giver and our husband a couple of times a month. These visits, now that I'm older, haunt me. Rob and I would be picked up about noon by our birth giver and driven to a motel in the same town. There we would spend our given time. We never had proper food, just craft cheese slices, which I would eat three to four at a time because no one told me no and there was nothing else anyways. I also remember large parties with people I remember looking wide-eyed, being a little too friendly for my liking and with many missing teeth. Now, I realize now that these people, who I think were friends of our birth giver, were likely drug addicts that she was willingly and regularly inviting around her three to six-year-old daughter and 10 to 13-year-old son. Keep in mind that these visits weren't monitored, which means whatever happened during them, our aunts, who became our mum, and grandma had to rely on Rob and I to tell them about, since my birth giver and her husband clearly wouldn't. Thanks to about a year so far of therapy and thinking more about my early childhood behaviors and the fact my memory of these parties were completely blackout at a certain point has led myself, my therapist, and mum, who's a counselor herself, to believe I have been 
he abused while in my birth giver's care and very likely during those parties during a recent session mum who sits in with me due to anxiety of being away from her for too long brought up how i couldn't be alone in the same room with rob because neither mum nor grandma knew the extent of the abuse And if rob would continue trying to act out with me in a different environment now It wasn't specified and I didn't ask but I don't think my brother actually ever did anything It was more just a precaution to ensure neither of us tried to act out what we've seen or experienced on each other Which i've learned is what victims of childhood abuse often do Wow, we don't know it's wrong But we've experienced it and we show that by trying to replicate it however we can At first, my therapist tried to have the benefit of a doubt and point out that in any kid's early developmental stages, they try to touch themselves or others because they're curious. But after it was confirmed by both mum and I that I was the three to eight or so year old kid that acted out multiple sex positions with my Barbies and repeatedly tried to myself with whatever I could find, her face visibly fell. When I first started therapy, I'd honestly hoped that I'd never have a story that would make their demeanor go from this might be something normal to this is really bad. Back to my birth giver. Her visitation rights were eventually taken away when I was around five or six after she tried to steal my brother and I back in probably the dumbest way possible. She asked us if he wanted to stay another day and us being kids who'd been told by her that our mum and grandma just wanted to keep us away from the person who really loves you we agreed so we stayed one extra night then she asked if we wanted to stay another we agreed again that night the police showed up rob and i were taken back to mum's house immediately i remember staring out the window of a car i can't remember if it was a cop or a family member and just watching the police and the motel as we drove off i've got no idea what happened to my birth giver and her husband next but i remember the only contact she had with us being reduced to phone calls maybe once a month and within a few years those stopped too not to mention she also pierced my ears when i was a baby let them get infected to the point they had to be removed and during one of our visits tried to shove a blunt earring through the completely closed up holes what I screamed and cried for a solid two minutes while her husband and rob just sat by watching before she finally stopped because i was moving around too much not because i was in pain but because my thrashing made it difficult take a minute to process that it would be years before she even tried to reach out again and when she did she did it the worst way possible my birth giver showed up uninvited to a funeral service for my grandmother It wasn't a normal funeral, but it was in my grandma's favorite restaurant and there were friends and family and food It was basically just a simple get-together to honor her memory And it was the first time in a solid few years that i'd even seen my brother rob again Our birth givers lies and promises of being better for him and him specifically had gotten to his head And he'd moved out as soon as physically possible to try and find her I was excited to see him again and i was going over to greet him when my birth giver blocked the way It's important to note that at the time of the funeral I was about 10 or 11. So keep in mind. I hadn't even heard that woman's voice in at least four years I didn't recognize her and I was still trying to process my grandma's death The conversation went like this from what I remember. Hi. Hi You don't remember me do you no sorry i don't i'm your mum 
Guys, I didn't even have half a second to process what she'd said before mum swooped in, putting herself between my birth giver and I and telling her to get the F out. She left the building but stuck around outside until mum and I eventually left. And for the rest of the service, I wasn't allowed outside of the protective circle mum's friends had formed around me. After my birth giver showed up, I couldn't even properly try to enjoy the food or the good memories of my dead grandma because everyone, including myself, was worried that I'd be kidnapped if more than two steps away from mum or her friends. I'm sure there's more, I just can't remember it at this moment. Trust me, there's still a lot I don't personally remember because my brain blocked it out and plenty of stories I've not fully heard from mum. Also, for anyone curious, mum is indeed my biological aunt, but I call her mum because she's been a better mother than my birth giver ever possibly could. I'm also much happier now and in a much safer environment. And there we go. That concludes possibly one of the saddest entitled parent stories that I've read for a very long time. I don't even know where to begin on this one. Just sad. I couldn't really believe what I was reading the whole time. It kept getting worse and worse as well. Look, the thing is, we're never going to officially know what happened for sure, but just a very, very sad story. And there's not much more I can add than that. I will say that very quickly. It is good that your aunt and your grandma stepped in and took care of you when your own birth giver couldn't op and that you're getting the support now that you didn't get when you were a young kid that is the only kind of consolation from the story otherwise just dreadful hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now moving on to our second story. Now guys, I'll be honest, this one isn't much better than the first. Entitled mother smokes crack in my basement and insists she's the victim I guess I need to vent a little because dealing with my mother is simply mind-boggling Buckle up as it's rather long for some background. I moved away from home over a decade ago Low contact with mum as she's just generally problematic She's never wrong plays the victim can't respect boundaries She moved to my city three years ago to be closer and she genuinely seemed better Spoiler, she's not. The high cost of living in our city makes it difficult for me to buy a home for my family. So we decide, me and my mum, to buy a home together with separate spaces that can be used for an ADU for her eventually. An ADU is pretty much just a secondary housing unit on a house. Now, I'm hesitant but desperate for a house. And I figure, worst comes to worst, she drives me and my husband nuts, and we sell in three to five years and move on to something else. Okay, so it's December. We just moved into our new house and things are going okay. I need some batteries and my mum had mentioned having a bunch in her section of the house if I ever needed any. I asked my five-year-old if he knows where grandma keeps the batteries and he happily leads me to her small walk-in closet. I grab a few, pick him up and turn around. My eyes immediately lock with a crack pipe and torch lighter hanging openly in a basket next to the door. I'm confused, shocked and a little in denial. My spidey senses had smelled something off several times in the basement, her area, but I brushed it off as a weird chemical cleaner smell that I use on really gentle products. I figured I wasn't used to the smell anymore. Clearly, that was not the case 
and the pieces came together After discussing with my husband, we decide to talk to her about this after dinner when the kids are asleep I gently explained the same story to my mother about what I discovered that day. She casually confirms. Yeah, I use it to smoke coke So i'm flabbergasted stunned. She then proceeds to tell me it's not a big deal I'm, not sure why we're even having this conversation She goes on about how I knew this about her. No, I didn't and while I may have bad experiences with it She's an adult and makes her own choices. She even says I don't know what you want from me to promise I'll never do it again Ha like what if you don't want me around the kids unsupervised I understand that and i'm fine with it. I'll keep it out of the house I guess if that's what you want Internally, I'm screaming. Are you seriously acting like this is a me problem and willing to give up alone time with your grandchildren? She didn't even flinch. Just straight, cold manipulation. I wait a few days to process. Clearly, treatment or intervention is not an option. Even clearer, I can't have grandma smoking crack in the house where my small kids live. I don't trust her to keep it out of the house, even if I were to agree to that insane proposition. And she insisted to me it was a once in a blue moon thing, but she was already using within weeks of us living together and her crack pipe is stationed for easy access. I text her that we need to talk again. I don't know what there is to talk about, is her response. We meet again after dinner and I simply say, we've thought about what you said and living together is no longer viable for us. You a trash show in her words this equates to cutting your mother out of your life she won't sell her share of the property to us she'll force us to sell at a loss on the market i will pay for my judgment she's a good person and what i'm doing is so wrong this is my issue and i should be able to handle it without treating her so horribly there's no risk to the children i know her better than that She expected better of me. I calmed her down enough over the course of a few weeks to convince her selling on the market is simply vindictive without giving me the chance to buy her out, when buying her out is financially better for everyone. She relents, but with a steep price. She wants what she put in for the house, thousands in moving expenses and money from a car she basically forced on me and had forgiven years ago. Fine, still better than the alternative. We signed the agreement a few weeks ago and included free living costs until she moves Yesterday, she accuses me of somehow secretly taking her off the deed or paperwork when we filed it with the county on purchase in December She signed dozens of documents and why would I be paying her over 75,000 if that was the case? Then 30 minutes later, she asks if she can have my kids overnight at her new house in a few weeks I break it to her that we don't want contact after she moves out due to her behavior Oh, really? And what behavior is that? She asks She says she's disappointed that I would choose to act so wrong But she loves me despite my faults and would treat me better than my actions warrant Sorry to interject it guys, but I actually cannot believe what i'm reading Jeez, I don't know mum. Maybe smoking crack in the basement while my kids are home Lying and trying to manipulate me into thinking i'm in the wrong here calling me two-faced and accusing me of swindling you out of something while you walk away with a big bag of cash attempting to force my family into financial ruin she responds 
Yeah, okay. Now, if you thought the first story was bad, guys, wow, that was insane. You know, the funniest thing about it, if you can laugh at a crazy situation like this, because if you can't laugh, I mean, well, it's too serious, is the fact that this woman is like, what are your issues with me? Like, she's just putting everything onto OP rather than thinking for one second, I'm the one doing crack in my basement. Maybe I'm the problem. No, you've got a problem with me. It's just, it's just so weird. Again, as I always say, the logic is unbelievable. And yeah. That's all I can really add. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Entitled Parents. A little bit more down than normal. But hey, sometimes it's important to cover serious topics. Hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. If you did and you want another one like this one, a bit more of a serious video, check it out on screen. If you are new to the channel, hit this button and subscribe. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Have a good weekend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.